0: This is, this is Moneyline. This is Moneyline. Touchdown!
1: This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5.
0: And on ESPN 92.5.
2: Yeah, we made
1: it. You just talk. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, Studios. here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan.
3: Vice Camera Action.
4: Hello, world. Welcome in to a let's call it cold and a little bit of dark outside, but it's Moneyline, and hopefully, we can put some light in your morning. What's going on? It's a I miss you football type of Sunday, but here we are, 713 780 I am Jerry Bo, Jerry, at Jerry Bo Knows with a Z, in studio with the statistician, my partner in grind, at Josh Jordan 975, which is where
5: you can find him on Twitter, Josh Jordan. What's going on, Jerry? You're right, my man. It is chilly, but driving in, so far so good. But man, we got to get back home after this show. It's supposed to get nasty.
4: Yeah, within a few hours of the show ending, I'm hearing around 2 o'clock for all you Houstonians out there on the road still. It's supposed to start getting bad, so hopefully you can get yourself to a safe spot and hunker down for the next few days. And for everyone outside, because we know we got a lot of people listening from outside the city, what's going on? Morning to you, Seven one three Let's get to the man behind the glass, at Juggalo underscore Trey 48. What's up, Juggs? How y'all been? How you been, Bo? Good. I mean, uh, I can't say any bit uh, better, um, other than that football's gone. But then I looked at the calendar today, and there's a big race.
6: Yeah, the biggest race of them all, the so, Daytona 500. So
4: I got some odds that we're going to throw again. We're de- this is uh, we're degenerates by heart of gambling, fantasy, whatever you call it. So we got to fill in with something. So at one point or another, who better to get to to talk about the big race today than Trey? So I got the odds pulled up, and we'll, uh, we'll get to that. But I guess— we only have one uh, one time a week with you guys, right? So I guess we have to talk about the Super Bowl in one sense, right? At, at least. Oh, yeah. What were your overall thoughts? Because I, I saw that you late went with your gut, your your thing that you always do. I'm not going against Brady. What brought you to that thought late, and, and what do you think about the game?
5: It's funny, man, because I, I was like everybody else. You know, the Chiefs, they're, they're a great team. It's hard to bet against them. But when we did the show, I, I couldn't bet the Chiefs, and I couldn't bet the Patriots. But I did bet Tom Brady over two-and-a-half touchdown passes. That was my big put-your-name-on-it. And Brady did that in the first half for me. I had, you know, I had three touchdown passes, so that was my big bet. But to answer your question, Jerry, it was about, I don't know, 45 minutes before kickoff, and they were playing highlight packages of Tom Brady and you know and him holding up all the trophies. And you're
4: holding up jello shots. Yeah,
5: and I'm holding up jello shots, and I'm looking at that, and I'm like, man— You know, because I bet on on Brady that the you know two weeks before in the NFC Championship game, you know, I I took the points, and then I was sitting there and I was like, "Why do I do this? You know, why do why do we always doubt this guy?" I was like, "Screw it, I'm not doing it." And I was like, and on top of that, if I'm going in, I'm going all the way in. I took the Bucks money line right, yeah, right about you know, talk to me, Daddy on Sunday morning. I did, you know, in the hence the name of the show. I was like, "Let's go all in. We're going money line with the Bucks here." So I fired that bet. Like I said, about 45 minutes. It was the highlight package. Just watching Brady hold up all those trophies. I was like, what am I doing? Why do I always doubt this guy? And I told you, this This all started for me when I was at that Super Bowl here in Houston when he was down 28-3. to And after he did that, I told myself, don't ever doubt this guy again. And then here I was just the other day starting to doubt him. But no, I, I came to my senses right before the game started. And I was very happy I did because when you're winning your bet, it's obviously more fun to cheer on the game, right, yeah, as, hell, it's, yeah. as it's going your way. I know that's obvious, but it made me enjoy the Super Bowl a lot more. That's for damn sure. So, so yeah, man, I, but, you know, to be fair, I didn't love it. You know, when we did the show, I, I, I wouldn't really take a side. It, it took me a while to – and now that – like, you experience this all the time, Jerry. People take your advice, and they put their money on it, right, yeah. like all the time. Yeah. You know, for me, I'm a fantasy football guy, and people do that to some extent, but – the last few weeks of the season, I was getting a lot of tweets like, "Oh man, you know I listened to you on the show I did your bet we won so if I don't feel really good about something I don't like putting it out there because I know people might take their hard-earned money and bet it on what I say so so that's why I didn't really come super hot with it on the show that's but I did come really hard with the Brady over two and a half touchdowns and, I was, and that, that came cast through. early yeah
4: no you uh, you're right though it comes with a certain weight nowadays, especially being on first off on radio, but then again tied to a show that's called Moneyline. Yes. So when you say something, people are going to go, and you don't know. I mean, I get so many times that I'll post a bet, or or not even bet-wise, and somebody will reach out, and then they'll say, hey, man, I've been following Moneyline for years. I, I, I first heard you on the radio. I didn't – now I'm on your Twitter. I'm just a big fan of you guys, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, man, who is this person? They didn't even follow me till now. and And you're thinking – Somewhere along the line, I said something, or we gave them a a, a, a flexy play or something that that hits, and that's how you're hooked. That's that's how you get hooked in this yes. game. I mean, they say uh beginner's luck. That's another thing that plays up because once you win or you or you or you follow somebody at the beginning and they hit, then you're 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 tied to them emotionally. It seems like, but it's good that you did that. Me, on the other hand, my bet was most points in the second half, which it was looking good for a long time, and then the end of that first half. The way that, I think that's what solidified the game. That that right there, it felt like the Chiefs were dead after yeah. that. And and if you look at the way that the Bucks did the game against the Packers, they did the same way right before halftime. The bomb mm-hmm. to Scottie Miller, touchdown. All of a sudden you were thinking, wow, the Packers were about to get in this. Same thing here, and a lot of people won't talk about we talk about Andy Reid on a lot of good times. Andy Reid called timeouts trying to get that ball back whenever Tampa literally showed them, hey, we're going to go to halftime with this lead. And then he called a timeout on second down and then does it again. And then at what point they pick up a first down. Now they're moving the, the ball the other way. Boom, long play, touchdown. So then all of a sudden, the, after after on defense, previously before that, they got the pick, got it called back, then lined up offsides on the field goal. Mm-hmm. That, they killed themselves within a, a five-minute
5: gap. It was over. Coaching really hurt them. It, it really did. And I first guessed that. When he called the timeouts, I was like, what are you doing? Just going to halftime. Right? What are you doing? And, and I was rooting for Brady. But I was like, man, this is a mistake. And the other thing, they refused to run the ball. They played almost cover two the entire game. You know, two deep safeties. You don't get a team out of cover two by – throwing it constantly. you got to run them out of cover, too. Exactly. you got to get that safety to start creeping down to respect the running game. And the enemy and Andy Reid just refused to do it.
4: That's what happened. They ended up keeping them dudes, or the, the safeties deep, right, at, at helping on Hill, for the most part you never saw he get loose deep the time that he did get loose it was across across the field and he ended up getting his yards after catch going across but most of it was yeah we'll give you kelsey up the middle all the, the whole way and especially if we have a lead yeah we're gonna give you kelsey the whole time go ahead hit kelsey up the middle and let's see if you can come back and it was i think i didn't put enough emphasis on the offensive liners when we did talk about it we knew that that was coming in but and at the same time, I thought that the time, uh, the, the, the few weeks to to be able to game plan for it with Andy Reid. But I just, man, it's funny that I go through Twitter comments after games, sometimes just reading. And I'm thinking, man, what football are these guys watching? Because <laughs> many people wanted to take the narrative that it was Mahomes' fault that he had a bad, that, that the game was bad. And, I'm, and, and that they were like, why was he always 10, 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage? Because he had to be. If he doesn't start running backwards and trying to create something, then he was going to take the sack regardless. And you saw after him running around 10, 15 yards, then he's throwing uh, pretty much laying on the ground, and it hits, it hits his guys in the face mask. Like, that's just something. It was off. It wasn't Mahomes' fault. And Also, I'm not going to give him a pass either. But at the same time, what can he have possibly done in that game? He was running for his life backwards just to extend the play.
5: He was. And we we saw Travis Kelsey drop a big third down. Big! Pass. You know, it, You know that's not Patrick Mahomes' fault either. You know, and it's funny, I, I saw a Super Bowl, like a, a package where they interviewed Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes kind of together through Zoom. And they were asking Tom, like, hey, what do you like about Patrick Mahomes' game? You know how they do those fluff pieces on each other? And it was funny. Tom was, he was very sneaky. He was like, I love the fact that, You know, Patrick can just kind of run around even like 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage, and he can just flick the ball 60 yards down the field. He was like, you know, he doesn't have to be, you know, right in a normal drop back. He can drop back way further, you know, because of his great arm ability. And then that made sense to me too, Jerry, because I think Tom said something to his defense. Like, guys, this guy likes to drift way further back in the pocket than most quarterbacks. So so angle a little deeper. You know, and I think those tackles, they weren't expecting that. Like, Tom picked up something on Patrick Mahomes' game and acted like it was a compliment when he was talking to him. But I think he talked to his defensive line. was like, man, this guy drifts back more than normal. You know, change your angles for that. And you notice he was – He was running for his life deeper in the pocket. He looked like Josh Allen running for his life against the Chiefs
4: uh, the week before. Then he started, you know, automatically you start getting those happy feet because once you you know that every time you get to that third step back and and, and you hit that back foot and they're already coming, then you just start hearing footsteps even when they're not there. And it starts messing with your head. And at one point or another, it started becoming that because he started excessively going backwards. But at one point, he's extending the play. He didn't know. He's thinking, my guys are getting beat. I'm going to make a play. And that's what he did. But like it was uncor- uh, out of character, let's call it right, because Kelsey to be dropping that ball. Yeah, the the the, the uh, Tyreek Hill did the same thing. Um, just a few things that you saw. Tyron Matthew. I mean, if you talk about a bad game, and then getting into it with Brady, the last thing you want to do is fire
5: Brady up in the, in that moment. No, you, you, don't tug on Superman's cape. Uh, we, we've seen that so many times. And the other one, which we talked about before the show, that really paid off, the, the goat tight ends. Gronk came out against Kelsey and said, "Uh, uh, uh, young man, I'm the goat tight end here." And I just two I, touchdowns.
4: I just posted about that maybe like a month ago. I don't know if you saw. it, And I was thinking, I was talking about just tight ends overall, and I started posting all the all the stats behind them. You know how how how, how Kelsey has all these consecutive thousand yard ones that no one no one's done it consecutively yeah. like he has. And then we started talking about Gronk, and I, I posted Gronk's like career, and he, he was more of a touchdown machine in his prime, but he did hit a 1,000 a few times. Yep. But I started putting one and the other together hand in hand. But when you talk about it now, especially after what Gronk did, it's – I mean, I feel you, Kelsey, but it's still just a little bit of step to get to, to that because that that is, is the pinnacle. Now when you look at Rob Gronk, even at this age, it's the pinnacle, and I just feel like it was all in their plans almost, it seems like. It almost seems like Brady said, hey – in my head, I'm going to use this guy. I know that they're not going to be thinking that we're going to, we have hardly used him up to this, yep. but we're going to use him here. And oh, in the running game.
5: I mean, that's the thing we don't talk about enough with Gronk either. You saw Leonard Fournette get loose. Like, Gronk's a great blocker. Man.
4: Great blocker. And you only see the touchdowns usually, but if you look at the X's and O's and watch it, he is that guy. Now, some would throw up Tony Gonzalez. Some yeah. are going to throw in just uh, Antonio Gates. But to me, in my opinion, I think that it stands with Gronk at the top for sure. And then Kelsey. But we got two guys going right now with Kelsey and Kittle that, that are going to end up being top five, top seven guys. Yes. And and that's something to watch as well. And they're not old guys either. I mean, where where's Kelsey's ceiling? Because it seems like he could do this for another three or four years. He very well could. He very well could. Hopefully, we could do it for the rest of the show. We're going to get into some Texans news next because I guess we have to. It's a Sunday, <laughs> right? And we usually say it's a get it off your chest Sunday. It's a let's kick it Sunday. No football. So let's just kick it here on Monday Line ESPN
1: 97.5. ESPN 97.5.
3: After years of working with an outdated website, we called SiteJab. Got a great looking website that converts visitors into leads. Hi, my name's Servando with Air Team Heating and Cooling. Your website's one of the most important features of your business. That's why you should call our web team at SiteJab to get your website. Not only are they based here in Houston, but they have a great customer service process. If you're in the market for a new website, trust me, you want to give SiteJab a call today.
5: Call SiteJab today
7: for a website you can count on. 713 999 4661 or SiteJab.com. Hey everybody, John Granato with Mark Klein from Klein's Jewelry here talking about Valentine's Day. Guys, Mark is ready for you right now. You're running out of time. You want that diamond. You want that necklace. You want those earrings. You want anything jewelry wise. You go see my man Mark. Right, Mark?
8: John, we have jewelry for any budget. So if you're driving right now and you're thinking what am I going to get for Valentine's Day? Come into Klein's Diamond Pendants, Diamond Earrings, Diamond Bracelets. We're also going to give you with any purchase a dozen roses and a card all for coming to Klein's. It's the best deal in the city of houston so if you're looking for anything in jewelry diamond pendants diamond earrings diamond bracelets you want to trade in something that you bought last year come to klein's you walk in you get the jewelry you get the dozen roses you get a card you're in and out in 10 minutes we take care of the espn listeners every year john
7: 5868 westheimer that's westheimer in Fountain View, or you can give them a call 832-316-1388 the best in diamonds at the best price it's klein's jewelry klein's jewelry.com John Granato here for Chastain Ford, the Ford truck experts. I joined the Chastain Ford family, and I want to tell you, it was one of the best decisions and best experiences that I've had compared to other dealers. And I'm not the only one. Reputation.com is named Chastain Ford, one of the top 100 dealerships in the country based on online customer reviews, and that's a big deal. Chastain Ford values your time and your business. Go check them out. ChastainFord.com. That's ChastainFord.com. Chastain Ford, Houston's best-kept secret. See them at Ford. Com.
0: Houston's newest Brazilian steakhouse, Casa do Brasil, offers a new way to lunch in the heart of the Galleria. Our gourmet salad bar features over 40 items served fresh daily. Enjoy unlimited fresh seafood, gourmet cheeses, specialty cured meats, countless vegetables, soup and salad options, and a variety of authentic hot side dishes for only $24.50. You can also add our traditional churrasco option featuring USDA prime beef, pork, chicken, and lamb, all served tableside. See the full menu at Casa do Brasil.com. Located at Siege in West Alabama.
3: Hey, guys. Lance Erline here. No more waiting on the power company to come fix a downline or a blown transformer. What are you going to do if a hurricane hits? you're without power for a long time. Well, here's what you do. You better call my friends right now from Generator Center. They have Generac automatic standby generators waiting for you right now. When your power goes down, their power goes back on. Finance is available with low monthly payments and free estimates are available. 281-377-9774. 281-377-9774
2: real real I'm
1: You' are listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN
0: 925.
1: Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan.
4: Like the song says, we're going to break them off real bad on a Sunday morning. It's Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And this is a show for the people, made for the people. And we're talking about Mahomes' last segment. So let's get straight to the a listener line. Jesse, let's kick it. It's Sunday. What's going on?
9: Yes, sir. Uh, the fact that I haven't heard too many people bring up, um, when Mahomes first suffered his uh, concussion, uh, it seemed to me like his neck just got pulled out, uh like it got pulled on his neck a little too hard. I, I thought he maybe got whiplash, but then during the Super Bowl game I seen uh I counted five passes without pressure that he was off target. One, his check man check down man was wide open and he actually threw off so bad that the ball almost hit hit the uh check down man's feet and um uh, I wanted to bring that up and also the fact that uh, Sammy Watkins, I think that he could be a number one receiver on probably half the teams in the NFL. And uh, he's a, uh excellent jump ball man. Uh, they used him for one jump ball in the Super Bowl. I thought they were going to get him going on that. And then they just they never utilized him enough.
4: You make some great points, though, because – you go back to that injury right, with Mahomes and you think, okay, was it a concussion? Was it the neck? Because it, it, his head re- didn't really slam the way you think, but then you saw like the little pull, so you're thinking, all right, and that very well could be it. But then also going back to what we talked about in the first segment as far as the pressure, and the, when, once you start getting those, those, those hearing footsteps in your head and you know when, unconsciously, subconsciously, you start thinking, man, my guy's going to get beat every time. So I got to make a move. I got to let this ball go. And I think that a little bit of everything thrown in, that, the offensive line, the injury, a little bit of everything, I think that he was just a little off his game. Was it the best Mahomes game? No. Was it his worst, though? No. I think it's just the the game script, them going down like that, it just it just took everything out. Them abandoning the run. So then you never got those safeties to play play honest. You know, you just let them sit back and and play to their game plan. They never had to come up and help. You never made the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go out of context of what they didn't want to do. You let them stick to what they they, they game planned for. They never had to change that. If anything, everything just – even the run, they were just running at will.
5: You never stopped anything they were able to do, and that's what ended up happening. It is, and, you know, play action too. If you never run, they don't respect that in the play action. And and Brady killed them with play action. You know, you saw Mike Evans just running wide open on play action on some of those crossing routes. So if, if you don't run the ball, which the Chiefs didn't, you don't have to respect that. That was the whole game plan, I think, it was that play action. And and then they
4: were doing those cross routes. You would yeah. see Mike Evans just—I mean, no one no was near him. near him. He's running it. You're thinking, all right, where you can't even see anyone on the screen. You're thinking, all right, where? Well, how far is he going? Uh-huh. Just things like that. Overall, they were out coached. They were outplayed. And and then here we are. So now let me go back to what I said last week, and 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 I'm—I got to stick to it. Um, Mahomes might be more talented. He he—he'll probably end up having more, more. Let's say yards, touchdowns, whatever it is, right? Like, whatever the case is, he's going to probably outshine on the box scores and in the record books, Brady, but he'll never, to me, be able to be the GOAT. And I hate to even use that term. It seems something like it's it's like a, a, a kid thing now. Like, everyone wants to say, that's the GOAT. Why can't we just enjoy him? But he'll never be the best ever because he couldn't beat Brady on his old self. He for sure wasn't going to beat him at his younger self. So now it's no matter what he does, and he's going to be awesome. He's still, to me, I mean, I still think he's the greatest quarterback ever as far as what he can do as far as his attributes in a single game. But for a career, the the amount of times Brady's gone to a Super Bowl,
5: going to a different team and still sticking it to everyone, he's the greatest. And I'd like to talk about this too. You know what he's also really great at? Certainly better than anybody in this city. He's a good general manager, you know. Hey, go get Gronk. Trade for him out of retirement. Hey, go pick up Leonard Fournette. Sign Antonio Brown. All three of those guys had touchdowns in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? They're not coming to the bucks if it's not for Tom. And now you're seeing Russell Wilson. Hey, I'm getting hit too much. I'd like to be involved Man. in the in the player personnel decisions and Deshaun Watson. I want to be involved. You know, Aaron Rodgers, I may not show up if I don't get more money up front and oh, y'all took a quarterback last year. I think I'd like to be involved in in what we're doing. You're seeing Tom Brady change the way quarterbacks can throw away like throw around their weight.
4: Once you allow though a quarterback to get that kind of input, then you're you're setting the line for them to when it comes to like I said it with Watson, for example. You give him that and say he wants to keep Will Fuller because he's gone out and said that they're gonna keep Will Fuller even when he So all of a sudden he you gave him enough pool. Now he's saying, "No, we're getting Will Fuller." I've had I've had less or or more input on on less decisions, more decisions. This is my decision. That's my guy. You don't want to do that. You have to be very very careful. But I think that it was a mutual agreement when Brady went there, and it, and it was a let's work thing. Because if you look at the way the the plays were called in the beginning of the year, and as as the team grew with no off season. And they grew into what – that was a Brady offense. Although the ball was get it downfield, that was Brady's offense. In that Super Bowl, that was Brady's offense. Brown – he didn't even run the right route. No. They said that he was supposed to go in and out on that touchdown. It was a
5: great route. Yeah. It wasn't the right one. And but- how did
4: Brady even know? Brady just knew, like, I- I'm looking over there. He had to have been thinking, That's why did he go out and in? He was supposed to go in and out. Yes. And he still was wide open, great route.
5: Brady, It you would have thought it was perfect, Brady, but it, that wasn't the way it was supposed to go. No, and Brady's going to actually look and make sure, you know, not just throw it without looking. A lot of times... Quarterbacks do that, you know. They predetermine where they're going with the football before the snap. You can't do that. This is the Super Bowl.
4: Let's talk more Super Bowl on the HRP listener line. It's a Let's Kick It Sunday. What's up, Lamont?
2: Hey, man, what's up? Uh, uh, You guys had call. uh, uh, It's it's kind of funny that we all take we were all taken by surprise, but you guys and a few others was uh, uh uh for like the past three or four, about the past three months. Y'all are all saying that uh, the Chiefs don't mean the Chiefs are eking some from these games. They're covering by only one, uh, one score. Do you mean, mean that they wasn't covering? I'm sorry, but like so many uh, weeks in a row. In other words, they wasn't playing a bit, uh, football, but then we got a false sense of security that week before because they put the hammer, you know, they put the, a smackdown on the Bills, and, you know, everybody was like, yeah, they back, but – I, I'm guessing uh, uh, they bad play just finally caught up to him in, in the wrong time. And and you had said that this wasn't uh Mahomes uh, worst game. I tell you something: the the two worst games I ever seen Mahomes play happens to be in a Super Bowl. Uh, uh, <laughs> seven uh, seven out of eight quarters he even played terrible. That's all I have. No,
5: that's
4: that's a good point, Lamont. Yeah, if we're gonna if we're gonna single out let's say Watson for his quarters in, 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 in playoffs. But I guess Super is a little different, but yeah, he's had, if you go back and look at that Niners game, it wasn't the best, but he had his moment and started on that Tyreek Hill bomb. And then all of a sudden here they come. He had to have been down double digits many of times in games. So I think it, it's so perfect what he said, because they were on a one in seven against the spread number. So it's not winning good teams win great teams cover because what what is a line? A line is a projected number of how how good a team is is rated you know it could be the Vegas, it could be a little bit of analytics combined, but that's what a spread is it's It's how a team is judged to to how good they are in that timing against their opponent and how they match up. Well, if that's the case and you're talking about the chiefs were one in seven. Uh, through before, the, before that Bills game, going into that against the spread, that means they were just barely getting out. They weren't the same Chiefs team as before. And another thing, I think that, like, for example, that Browns spread, that Browns spread was 10 points. Mm-hmm. When you think about that, a Browns team that was hot, and that's when you knew things were wrong because th- for them to be 10, KC, after the way they've been playing, they were telling you, hey, this is the Kansas City of last season. You're buying last season, and that's what people were buying. They had a sense of, well, they're going to turn it up. They're going to turn it up. This wasn't the last year's KC. They just they just weren't on that level.
5: No, Lamont's right. They were kind of playing with fire in a lot of games this season that, that were closer than they should have been, and it finally caught up to them at the end of the year.
4: What did you think about the Super Bowl, Trey, overall? did uh, Were you uh entertained or did it turn you off a little bit about the with the blowout factor
6: The only thing that was really entertaining about it was trying to watch Mahomes like run for his life and that one play he had where they almost had a touchdown where he like ran 15 yards the opposite way was the only real entertainment factor about it but yeah it was a pretty boring Super Bowl overall I mean as you know Antonio Brown was had that touchdown which was pretty cool Because I think he's one of the best route runners to ever play the game. So it was cool to watch Brown run routes and stuff. But really and truly, that Super Bowl was one to forget, in my opinion. And
4: also, the viewership tells you that, though. I mean, it was drastically down. And with the numbers, you figure, okay, with the COVID thing going down right now, they're telling you to lock down a little bit somewhat, you know, stay stay within the comfort of your home. What is everyone else doing? Because the numbers were down, I uh, I think it was, what, 96.4 million is what they had. And last year, it was 113 million.
5: Right. And I think those numbers run kind of through the totality of the the game. And a lot of people checked out when it became a, a blowout you know a lot of people turned it off i think that's what yeah. happened
6: yeah i checked out like in the in the final like 5 minutes i was like okay there let's go outside let's go cook some chicken there's no point in watching the rest
4: of this game and you know that sucks for the you know whenever you say like the people that the sponsors and whatnot the, the advertising when you buy your package i i guarantee you that fourth quarter those last 3 4 minutes are a little bit more expensive because they're thinking, what it is, it is a close game. Yeah. Everyone's glued to that last two-minute warning, especially this season. With the, you figured that that was going to go down to last possession, you have the people that that bought those last spots over there thinking, man, what the hell is going on?
5: No doubt. And there were some like big advertisers that were just like, no, nah, we're just going to sit the Super Bowl out. Budweiser, week. yeah, you know which, I mean that's Budweiser.
4: Budweiser thinking about that, I mean Budweiser to sit out. They're sitting back laughing though. At the end of the day, thinking, "Man, we would have got ate up on a lot of that." Yeah. People are still going to drink
5: our beer. That's true. I mean, you think of the Budweiser frogs and the, you know, just all the that, you know yeah. all those legendary Super Bowl commercials. They're like, "No, nah, we'll do it next year."
4: And I didn't even realize till about midway through that Super Bowl that they were missing. I was looking. I'm like, "Man, I haven't seen very much." Yeah. And then I googled it real quick and I saw that they weren't involved in it though. So. You're listening to Moneyline here on ESPN 97.5, 713-780-3776. 7, 7, it's a let's chill, let's kick it on No Football Sunday on ESPN 97.5.
1: innovation map is the new voice of innovation in houston
8: pretty cool huh morty
1: covering startups tech energy health social impact and more visit innovationmap.com today do it now do it do it do it now dan
10: owed an unbelievable amount of money to the irs
3: i got behind in my taxes it's a horrible feeling
10: he was in denial.
3: When I got those letters from the IRS, he wanted to act like they didn't exist.
10: Finally, Dan turned to Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their
3: clients. Optima got me a settlement with the IRS. These people are really people-friendly. It was every bit of a new lease on life for me.
10: The fast action and the great results made Dan's head spin.
3: I felt like I was in a dream, but it's real, and I have paperwork to prove it. They got the job done, and life is good.
10: For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation.
3: If you're worried about what's going to happen with the IRS, stop worrying. Make the call now.
10: Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.
8: Hey, Fred Fowler from The Blitz here to tell you that if you need your brakes repaired, don't risk driving to the brake shop. The safest, most affordable way to do it these days is with New Brakes Mobile Brake Repair. While we all do our part to social distance, sitting at a brake shop is the last thing you ought to do. With New Brakes, they send a professional certified technician wherever you are to fix your brakes. All of their technicians wear gloves, sanitize their hands and tools in between jobs, and avoid close contact with customers. And that's not all. They're consistently cheaper than dealerships and repair shops. They use premium brake parts, and all repairs are backed with a 24-month, 24,000-mile warranty. They're safer, cheaper, and are backed by hundreds of five-star reviews. Go to NewBreaks.com. That's N-U-Breaks.com. Get an instant online quote, choose your repair date, and they come to you to fix your brakes. Tell them you heard about it on ESPN and you'll get 10% off your next repair. It's New Breaks. That's N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S dot com. NewBreaks.com. Check them out today.
3: Lance Irline here. It used to take you 15 hours, sometimes more, to get a homeowner's insurance quote. How about 15 seconds? That's all it takes with a brand-new system from TGS Insurance. Get a firm quote in 15 seconds when you text MONEY to 232323. That's MONEY to 232323. Stop giving your money away with your homeowner's insurance and save today by going with A-rated insurance companies for much, much less. Go to TGSinsurance.com for more information, Or more importantly, take out your phone right now and text MONEY to 232323.
8: Hey guys, do you need a lawyer? There's only one guy to go to, my man, Lawyer Dave. If you've been in any kind of an accident, had any kind of problem with a hospital or a doctor, Lawyer Dave is the man to call. He practices everywhere in Texas, doesn't charge for his consultations, so give him a call and ask your questions. He doesn't get paid until you win. Based right here in Houston, but practices all over the great state of Texas, give him a call, 713-626-8900 or on Twitter at LawyerDaveLaw or LawyerDave.com. Need a lawyer? Better Doll Dave.
1: You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5
0: and on ESPN 92.5.
1: Live from the Veritex Community Bank studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan.
4: Shout outs. Everyone on Twitch this morning, Raw Deal, B Hannon, Dr. Dre, Virginia Buttonweed, saying they're rapping the pipes, drinking a little bit, and listening to Moneyline. Sounds like my friend that has nine kids. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But no, uh, thank you all for checking in. Titan Hugo, like always, checking in. Hefacito from over in another state. Sweet Donna, appreciate you. Again, a shout out to everyone. If you're not on Twitch, Go ahead and join us there as well because we've built a little community. It's a little bit different right now because football's not on. And, you know, during football, we're, we're hammering game after game after game until the last segment. So it's going to be a little more kickback. It's going to be more basketball, a lot more baseball coming up soon. Yeah. And then as soon as we got draft coming up, I mean, we, have, we have a lot of stuff that we'll get right back into football as it happens. But for now, we're just going to try to cruise it on in. And I guess cruising – is what we uh we get uh, I don't even know a ride let's call it because now number 99 has has chosen I guess mutually to ride out of town JJ Watt what was your first reaction when you heard of how it went down and, and what are your thoughts
5: Oh man I, it was a sad day a little bit of anger too but you know to your point about it slowing down a little bit not when you have the Texans as the hometown team making national news for being a bunch of idiots seemingly every day so here it is JJ's gone. I'm happy for JJ. Get away from this bleep show. They'll be lucky to win 3 games next year. They they won 4 with Deshaun, by the way. I don't think he'll be back. JJ what a great career. Obviously he goes down as, you know, the best <laughs> Yeah, there you go, Trey. You know, the best defensive Texan ever, arguably the best Texan ever, depending on your thoughts on, you know, Andre Johnson. Is he
4: the best Texan in your eyes or is it still Andre?
5: You know, I think Andre was really good for a longer amount of time, but JJ's peak was the best. I mean, Does
4: the blood have anything? To do?
5: <laughs> man, those four years where he was just—I don't think I'd ever seen anybody as good as him on defense when he was at the height of his How career. about
4: best play ever for a Texans game? Whenever he took that pick to the house, right? I mean, the uh, what was it—the Bengals game? Yeah, was it? Yeah. That that moment right there. I mean, you you knew right then and there. You're thinking, wow, man, that that, that was huge. I'll never forget what that felt like. But. Honestly, uh, whenever I saw the news, it was like how you say is good for him, but then you 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 say, man, once you really thought about it, it, it kind of hurt some, right? You're thinking he was more than just a football player here; he was tied to the city. What do you think, Trey, about it?
6: Yeah, I mean, obviously his production went down towards the end, but it didn't matter because everything that went on with Harvey and and how much he helped this community, it it it, it was it's really like you're losing a family member. Like it's like your do- your kids going to college now so, seventeen and a half million though that
4: that kid at college gets expensive yeah, yeah. right he's so, going to private school yeah <laughs> and he's not making the best grades yeah. right you're thinking all right before we give up the seventeen and a half mil again let's see your grades and then you're thinking well you're good when you show up right you're telling your kid whenever you make it to class you do decent but for right now you're
5: getting paid like a like a top five student you are I and I have. I have no information to back this up, but I have a couple things that I – my opinion, this is how this went down. A lot of people complain, why didn't you get a draft pick for J.J.? You know, maybe at the trade deadline. You know, remember we were talking, oh, are they going to trade J.J.? And they didn't. And I'm starting to wonder if maybe he went to Janice McNair. Like, he went above Cal, J.J., and said, hey, you know, I, you know I've done my time in Houston. I did everything I could. You know, let let's part ways amicably. You know, let's let's move on. I wonder if he went above Cal's head, and if he didn't, then I think he might have used a little bit of his social media. You know, to where if if, if they tried to play hardball with him, JJ could be like, "I will drag you on social media every single day." I don't want it to come to that. I you know, I want to have a great legacy with the Texans. I want to be able to come back like the other players and have a good relationship. But if you guys do this to me, you're already getting killed for all the Easterby stuff. I've kind of stayed quiet. I'm not going to stay quiet if you're going to sit on me for the next month and try and make me stay here or try and trade me somewhere I don't want to go. I don't think they wanted that smoke with J.J., so they're like, let's just you know, let's just move on. And I think that's the, the right decision. And we were talking about Tom Brady and and bringing other players in. I'd love to see J.J. go to the Bucs. I mean, couldn't you see him on a boat? Partying after a Super Bowl 100%. with Gronk and Tom Brady. I mean, that, can you just see that in your mind? I
4: could see it right now. Now, it just—so now you, we start playing investigators because you say, so how did it go down? Because they did J.J. a solid, Yep. if you look at it from the overview. But the timing, them not trying to go get— even because you, you see a lot of people saying, well, at least get something, some kind of a pick. Well, if they would have started dealing to J.J., then wherever he went to, they were probably going to have to restructure his contract, which would eventually hurt J.J., right? But then you're thinking, as a Texans, who cares? But then going to what Josh says, maybe there's something under there saying, don't do me like that. Let me go now after everything I've given this franchise. Let me go now so I can be ahead of the game of free agency, first off. And in second, they won't do me in the way that I have to have my, my contract restructured in a way that to a team that I don't maybe even want to be on, just let me go, let's part ways, or this can get real ugly. i never even thought about that till I spoke to Josh this morning because it it, to me it was, man, the Texans did him a super solid, letting him go like this, didn't try to trade him, didn't get anything back. Um, it just it, to me it was a, it was a crazy it, saying thank you. From the top you would think, man that's very very well done by a franchise to to one of their best players if not the best player good job on you Texans but then you start saying the, the last part good job on you Texans and you're like those man, words don't go together <laughs> those don't go together so then you're saying was it good on the Texans by the by the way they did it or were they doing it to protect themselves because they know hey Whatever, however you want to say, it. Watson can say something. Andre Johnson can
5: say something, and has. Andre has.
4: But the day J.J. Watt says something, and that's he,
6: bad. <laughs> yeah.
5: the,
4: the day J.J. turns on you and he starts going in, then everything's turning. I'm talking about everyone's turning on you. So I think it. it the, you make such a great point because if you think of it like that, and it was, you know what? What are we really going to get back right now? He did do it right here. Let's just make this this makes us look like the good guys for once in the last how many months have we looked like just the clowns? Let's mm-hmm. let's look like the good guys, but look at the timing of it. Almost like a news dump. Look at the look how they tried to do it.
5: On a Friday. And they even screwed that up by you're supposed to do it in the afternoon on Friday, not in the morning. And I found this interesting. They had it on Tweet Deck and they were like, No, who, who, who put AM? <laughs> I'm gonna put on my tinfoil hat again, because you know I love all my little conspiracy theories where I like to think I know what really happened. Notice in JJ's video that he did, remember the first thing he said, Hey, I wanted you guys to hear it from me first, right? You know, he does this Twitter video. He lets everybody know, did you notice, curiously, just a few minutes before that, Ian Rappaport had sources Texans release J.J. Watt? Yeah,
6: that was kind of, its like he didn't. He doesn't follow Ian Rappaport or something.
5: No, what I'm getting at is, did the Texans leak that to Ian Rappaport so that J.J. Maybe. wouldn't have the first opportunity to to do what he wanted and tell the fans personally? Like, did the Texans leak
6: that? Maybe I, Amy Pulsik
4: leaked it. <laughs> Well, the she's girl, not around anymore. The girlfriend telling her friend, "Like I'm going to break up with him," and then the girl, the friend calls the guy, "Hey, he's gonna. She's gonna uh-huh. break up with you. You put the Valentine's gifts up to return
5: those." Yeah. So I wonder if was you know. And once again, this is just me making stuff up here, but it, it doesn't sound that crazy that they weren't happy with JJ. Maybe he kind of backed him into this. And he wanted that opportunity to tell the Houston fans personally that hey, everything's cool. We're mutually parting ways. But they, you know, Jack Easterby, somebody like that, just couldn't couldn't let that happen. I'm going to leak it to Rappaport first.
4: It very well, you know what I mean. It's crazy that we're thinking so much griminess can go down, but this we're on alert. Yes, right, we're on alert right now. We've been damaged emotionally in this city, not only in football, but it happened in basketball. Yep, and then it happened in
5: baseball with Springer. Garrett Cole and Springer in the last I mean, year. I mean, I mean, geez.
4: Houston, if you're out there listening right now, has been there been a, a more dark of an era, and it just went
5: make it stop, Josh. I know the Astros are our only hope for a stop. while. Stop, and I'm telling you, man, look, until Jack Easterby is gone, I hope they don't win another game. I, I mean, I and, and man, if you guys listen to the show, you know I am a huge Texans fan, but they have just. If anybody else in life treated you like the the Texans treat their fans, you would, you know, you'd say deuces and never talk to him again.
4: The day Easterbee's gone, Chick Fil A is open on Sundays. You heard it here yes. first. Moneyline, ESPN, 97.5.
1: listening to ESPN 97.5.
10: We're taking a break. Okay.
11: That's
10: cool. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years.
11: I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea.
10: At first, I thought it was what I was eating.
11: I kept thinking it was stomach issues.
10: So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth.
11: It It was was actually E E P I. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food.
10: It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools.
11: And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease.
10: So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening.
11: But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask Could
10: could I I Have have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie.
0: Houston's newest Brazilian steakhouse, Casa do Brasil, offers a new way to lunch in the heart of the Galleria. Our gourmet salad bar features over 40 items served fresh daily. Enjoy unlimited fresh seafood, gourmet cheeses, specialty cured meats, countless vegetables, soup and salad options, and a variety of authentic hot side dishes for only $24.50. You can also add our traditional churrasco option featuring USDA prime beef, pork, chicken, and lamb, all served tableside. See the full menu at Casa do located at Sage in West Alabama.
3: Capability at its boldest—that's the GMC Sierra 1500. If you're thinking about a new truck, get on down to Angleton and see my guys at Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC. Nobody knows trucks better. When you're there, check out the all-new 2021 GMC Sierra 1500 Crew Cab AT4, and for well-qualified buyers, is zero percent financing for 72 months. Get down to Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC in Angleton and find them online at LantZcars.com. GMC. We are professional grade. Hey guys, Joel Blank here. I've been telling you about Fitz Roofing and their no-obligation inspections, but have I told you that Corey, the head of Fitz Roofing, is the vice president of the Houston Area Roofers Association? He's an expert. That's what you want when you have a roofing issue. You get a fair, truthful evaluation, and in some cases you may qualify for a full roof replacement, and Fitz is going to work with your insurance company to get you the coverage you deserve. Fitz Roofing is making a difference one home at a time. Call them today, 832-521-3001, or go online and check them out, FitzRoofing.com. Hey
8: everyone, David Gow here to talk about Texas Citizens Bank. Do you own a smaller mid-sized business? Then Texas Citizens Bank is for you. They're experts at SBA loans. They can help you finance a new building, buy new equipment, or get a line of credit. Here's the point. No bank in Houston does more for small and medium business owners than Texas Citizens Bank. They're locally owned, locally managed. They're right here in Houston. You will love what they can do for your business. To learn more, visit TexasCitizensBank.com. That's TexasCitizensBank.com.
3: The Josh Innes Show. Towards the end of my time in Philly, me and my producer had such a big fight. And I told him, I can do your job better than you. You are terrible. (laughs) He got up and left, and I ran the board for the show. This is in market number eight or whatever Philly is in radio. It's probably, the outside of Boston, it's probably the biggest sports radio market in the country. And it is the home of Intercom, which was about to purchase CBS at the time. So these Intercom people are listening to this radio station constantly. And you've got this jackass, me on the radio, going, Get the hell out. I'll do your job. You're terrible at your job. And he left, and I'm over there running the board during this drive-time show. It's like 5 o'clock in the afternoon, one of the biggest sports radio stations in the country, and I'm over here, hey, what button to- hey, how do we go to break? (laughs) Somebody tell me what button to hit to go to, is it F9?
1: And that's what I did. The Josh Innes Show, weekday afternoons from 2 to 4 on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5
0: and on ESPN 92.5.
1: Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Welcome back
4: to Moneyline. Going back to the J.J. Watt news that we talked about Um you said that his foundation started getting ninety nine dollar donations, uh, yes. just from people trying to keep him in town.
5: Yeah, he he woke up and and checked, you know, his foundation and it was just flooded with all these 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 donations, ninety nine dollar donations. Mostly, he said, Houston fans like JJ, please stay. And but he said it was also people from other cities that you know from Green Bay and you know other teams that they want him to come there. But I mean, the good news is it's you know it's all for charity, so that that's awesome. But yeah, people are. $99 donations, please stay, J.J. And, you know, Houston fans are so great. You know, they deserve better, you know, but obviously, you know, J.J.'s not staying. He, yeah. he wouldn't go through all this to, to turn around and stay for, for some charitable donations. But it is a nice thought, and it just shows you how much the city really does love him.
4: Donna says it's $99
5: bribes. They are $99 She bribes. also
4: thinks he's going maybe to Green Bay. What do y'all think about teams as far as where does he end up? Because as far as odds... The Steelers are obviously up there, obviously because the brother connection. But the Steelers are in a hell of a cap trouble right now,
5: and is Ben coming back. I don't think I don't think he's going there. Ben's not. He's not going where there's not a quarterback in
4: place. No, and, yeah. and that's the thing. So then to get Ben, Ben that forty two mil that he's going to go against the cap, he's going to have to redo that. They already came out and said front office came out and said that he's not getting that. But then Big Ben came out last week and said that he hasn't even spoken to anyone. So. He came out and said himself, though, I will take a, a you know a pay cut to make things work out. How much of a pay cut? Because the, they're over. I think it's thirty mil over the cap. The, that that's what they're going to be up against. They have to figure figure it out. And here's the cap's a wild, going down
6: Here's here's kind of a wild card team for you. That one that maybe people didn't think too much of. But how about this, Jacksonville?
5: Very well, could I mean he's at the end, Trey. You know, like by the time you know Lawrence is good enough to win Super Bowls. I think yeah, you know true. I think JJ will will be past, you know, being effective. Yeah. As
4: far as odds, check it out. And let me know where you would put your money. Strong favorite, Pittsburgh at plus one forty. Then you have the Packers and Buccaneers at plus four hundred, so four to one. The Ravens at six to one. The Bears at seven to one and then you get to these other teams, the Bills, Cowboys, Patriots and Rams at eleven hundred to
5: one. Some are painting him to the Patriots all of a sudden. And it, look, there's no quarterback there. I don't think he's going there. The Patriots? Yeah, there's no quarterback there that he's going to want to play with. They're not that good. That division is going to be the Bills and the Dolphins for the next few how years. About,
6: how about Indy?
5: Indy is a possibility, but once again, the quarterback situation. Carson you know? Wentz. Yeah, and the Chicago, everybody keeps bringing that up because that's you know where his wife plays soccer, but... In their quarterback situation's bad, too. Idea.
4: Titan Hugo says, Tennessee, I don't believe the BS that there was an agreement that he wouldn't join an AFC South team. Yeah, I don't think there's any kind of agreement. There's, I mean, you saw Dre do it. Yeah. That was always a weird feeling. Now, let me ask you this. I, I Because all I've seen is people say, man, go get you a title. He deserves it. Usually you don't get that when a superstar leaves town. I know that this was, uh, well, I guess we'll call it good terms. He leaves on good terms. Um, it, things didn't get bad, but if you think like, for example, Harden, uh, that's the last guy you want to see win a title. I, I, I would think if, if, by the way things went down, if JJ goes out and wins a title this year, it, it's not going to hurt your feeling, right? Are you Are you going to be that guy in the Super Bowl if it's if it's two teams that you don't really care about? Obviously, you, you're going for JJ's team. Is that how much you're tied to him? Yeah,
5: I, I'll root for JJ, and I really think he wanted to stay and finish his career here, but it's turned into they're the worst organization in sports, much less football. They have turned into a disaster, so he had to change his plan. I think he wanted to you know, retire a Texan, but they are going to be ter- – they'll be lucky to win three or four games again next year and the year after that. He knows what he's dealing with. He's got to get out of here. That's what he did, and yes, I will root for him somewhere else, but I don't think that was the plan. I just think the Texans did this to themselves. They chose Jack Easterby over over everybody. And we didn't even talk. This is how bad the Texans are. We haven't even talked about Jamie Roots, the president of the organization, who's been there for 20 years, him leaving and resigning without even another job lined up. He jumped ship during COVID. He doesn't have another job lined up, but he's like, no, I'm still getting out of here. And I'm telling you what's happening next. All of you guys get ready for it. President Easterby. That's what's coming. Oh, no. I don't gonna, want to think of that. It's going to be President Easterby, and then he's going to be even less accountable for all the BS that happens with the Texans because he's going to be like, oh, I'm not on the football side anymore. I don't have anything to do with that. Even though we know from Lance Zerling that he's calling agents and actually still has his hand in, in football things. hes I bet you he becomes the president of the team, and then they can't hold him accountable for anything. Get ready for it, guys. Tell me. Tell me that doesn't sound like something the Texans would do.
4: That would be terrible. Imagine how set back this franchise would be, even more than it is now. I don't know when the day comes. What has to happen for you know they hear it. You know they've they're hearing the rumblings. What
5: has to happen for him to actually get axed? I don't know. It's it's not happening. It, whatever Cal McNair is he's in with Easterby. Him and his wife think he's the greatest thing ever. Jack's so great. I'm sure they think his comedy routines are hilarious. One you, fish, two fish, one yeah. There you go. They Trey. do all
4: the the fake laughs as soon as he's saying they're like, <laughs> they think it's hilarious. Jack, you're
5: you're such a joker, man, Jack. Wow, that's Texas. We do like big belt buckles. That's so funny. No, man, this I, I think it's coming. I think he's going to be president. Who else would it be over there?
4: Now, Cal was on record this week when being asked about the J.J. Watt situation. They all of a sudden bring up you know Watson, and he comes out firmly and says again. He, he assures everyone that Watson is going to be on this team, that in their plans, Watson is here. Does that assure you at all?
5: They haven't even talked to him. He's never even had any communication with Casario or the new coach, and he's not returning cows either. I'm telling you, man, Deshaun, is he's dug in. And, and at first, I was like, no, they're, they're going to be able to, because he's under contract, the Texans are going to be able to, to force him to their will. I don't think so. I mean, I did a, a sports map video with AJ Hoffman the other day. Couldn't we see Deshaun just use one of these phantom injuries? You know, he shows up, but he, oh man, these migraines are really bothering me. So he gets his money and then he doesn't. We saw Kawhi kind of, you know, leverage his way with injury troubles out of San Antonio. Why couldn't, why couldn't Deshaun do that?
4: And that's my question there. Do we see Deshaun Watson again? 713 780 3776. I want to know your thoughts. Do you see Deshaun Watson taking it that far as far as character? Because you'll see some guys do it, and then you're thinking, man, it's just crazy to think that Watson, to me, I just – but it can very well happen if he's looking out for himself. If it gets to that struggle point, then we're in trouble.
5: We're in trouble. And by then, the draft will have passed. So your ability to get a big haul for Deshaun is going to be much less because everybody will have their quarterbacks locked up for the season. So I mean they you know they're going to screw this up. It's the Texans. How can they not screw this up? It's happening.
4: Now, we we talk about loosely about quarterback here in town changing, but we're seeing the market who's safe now in the quarterback world in the NFL because Russell Wilson all of a sudden I have to refresh the page. I'm not even going to lie to you. I refresh the page saying there's no way that Russell Wilson's getting talked about in any kind of
5: trade or anything. Yeah, I mean, he's got complaints now. Anything about that? I think this is the Deshaun thing where all these quarterbacks are seeing that they hold the leverage. They're watching the NBA, and they're like, hey, we can do that in football. I'm a quarterback, man. I, You know, I am that big a deal to my team. And so I think Russell, he's tired of getting hit. We've heard reports that last year that the number one overall pick, like, those teams with the number one overall pick, they were calling the Seahawks teams with top picks that they were calling. Who leaked that? That's you know that's what I, I like to think about too. You know me, I like to do these conspiracy theories. But when we see these reports, you have to think which side is leaking that. Who's coming out and saying the top overall pick is is being talked to with the Seahawks for Russell Wilson? Somebody let that out.
4: Yeah, and the, the in in between the writing though, he has a no trade clause, so yes, a lot of things have to go down, but. To hear Walt Wilson t- talking like this and quote I definitely believe that they've gotten calls anytime you're a player that tries to produce every week and has done it consistently people are gonna try to call for sure at the end of the day you want to win you play this game every day to wake up and win you play this game to be the best in the world you know what I hate I hate sitting there watching other guys play the game that's where we're at now I didn't think that Watson or-, or Wilson would ever take
5: that he seems like the raw raw we're gonna be good next year People want to win. They want to win. He got real used to going to Super Bowls early in his career. Hadn't been there in a while.
4: Yeah, that's a good point. He thought it was, oh, man, I could get used to this. Every year. That dynasty fell apart quick. And I hope this dynasty doesn't fall apart because we only have an hour. And if it does, we'll see you again next year. This is Moneyline ESPN 97.5.
1: When it comes to sports betting, SportsMapBets.com is the site you need. From weekly betting guides to single game breakdowns of the point spread, money line, over, under, and more, SportsMapBets has all the info you need to make the best play. SportsMapBets.com.